It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. It is January 5th, a sunny Monday in Chicago. If you're looking for the Bears podcast, this is the wrong place. But if you're just sick of Carm and Braggs and want to watch us instead, we understand. <laughs> or if you're just sick of talking about Caleb Williams and Justin Fields' That's right. uh, comparisons and all of that. I mean, we are the place to be right now if you're sick of that. I know I'm sick of it, oh, yeah. but I continue to listen to those guys bicker at each other about it. I, I bickering. Mean that, bickering, it's all yeah. just... We are at 12.30 every day this week. So it's a different time this week. We're at 12.30 if you're wanting Jordo's uh, here, Alfredo's here. Uh, by the way, have you noticed that the diehard family is growing? Ooh. Man, is it growing. M. Fish, Rodney, Jamie, Carrie, Raul, Zach, Donald, Gordon, Rich, Jeremy, all new signups. Mm, incredible. All new members of the Die Hard family. They're all got their Die Hard cards coming in the mail. And then they can and slap, free them on the bar, slap them at the table at the bar, and they'll get free drinks on Stucky. You probably got to. You could have walked into Radio Row at the Super Bowl right now with that diehard Probably. card. You don't need a credential. Yeah, absolutely. Flash the card. Sorry. Oh, yeah. It works. And they're like, oh, let's let, let's take you to the front. Let's take you VIP treatment. Put you right next to Adam Schefter. Yeah. That kind of stuff. And it, those guys, and I believe they all sign up because of CHO Cubs, in my opinion. Right. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. Mm-hmm. They can get this hoodie $35 off, or they can get the T-shirt for free because they became diehards. 35 bucks off? Yeah. To bring them home. Bring him home. That is nice. And you want to you want to show it a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring Sammy home. Bring him home. Yeah. Soft. Bring him home. Yeah. Luxurious. Yeah. This is a great hoodie. I will say though, it's a little snug on me, and I just lost 17 pounds, so maybe get a bigger size than size you used up. to. Yeah, size it's, it's up. It's a slim fit, maybe a little yeah, yeah, slimmer yeah, yeah. fit. Yeah. But still comfortable. And uh, well, you'll sleep in it tonight, all warm and yeah, in your bed. Yeah. yeah. I will absolutely be wearing this to the first home game I go to in April there you go so I don't I don't blame first of all you got to wear a sweatshirt to the first home game in April we won't see it could be under seven coats that (laughs) you have to wear as well but anyways I'm I'm manifesting good weather for the first home game in April all right man this weekend was nice yeah I know it was only 40 degrees but 40 felt like 50 you got to knock on all the wood because we've been blessed the last like seven days yeah for for Chicago at the in the end yeah. of January going to February like we've been really blessed like just don't do anything different guys like you're waking up doing the same thing every day the last 7 days keep doing it because it's manifested great Chicago winter weather <laughs> this week like 2015 was one of those blizzards that we had 
Mm. I remember getting, I was stuck in Arizona, which was not a bad place to be stuck, but then I couldn't get back and it was, it was all chaos, but it was one of those where if you had your car parked on the street in Chicago, which I did, it's it was true. buried. An SUV was buried yeah. by snow. So I'm glad we're not having that happen. Hi to uh, Jim Cook. Jim Cook. Cook. Jim, Jim Cook. Cook. <laughs> Jim Cook. Sarah says hi. Jordo says hi. Omar. Still Sarah, waiting for Cody Bellinger as the Sarah rest is. of us. Mm. Becky's, Becky's here. here. Yeah. Yeah. What's up, Jay? How you doing? He's right. You get the diehard card, free drinks at the pub. Don't let the facts get the way of a good story. Yeah, Becky okay. wants to know why it's so early. We couldn't wait. We couldn't wait to talk to you, Becky. That's yeah. what it was. Because you're thought, a five-star uh, diehard Yeah, fan. should we go on at 2.30? We're like, nah, I can't wait that long. Let's go 12.30. <laughs> had to talk to Becky. Absolutely That's right. had to talk to Becky. For sure. One, mainly because she always says that she likes us. Yeah, she says we're good people. She says we're good people. That. There was good a while people. where she was only saying you two are good people. <laughs> but I'm now like, she's adding Ryan to I'm it. like, what's wrong and with me? Sometimes she says we're good looking, too, That's which true. is also nice. It is nice when people nice tell me that true. I look nice. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't here on Thursday. You guys were. I was downtown over by uh, Northwestern's uh, hospital facility. My wife had an appointment there. I had to take her to the appointment. We go there. This is the funniest thing about the hospital. You go around Northwestern Hospital, it's like they're inviting you back. In the lobby, there are three restaurants. One is like Life Kitchen or something. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Sweet Mandy B's Cupcakes. Oh, I bet that's your spot. And Stan's Donuts. Those are the lobby of the hospital, okay? It's like, it's like you're leaving the hospital and they're like, see you in a week. <laughs> You'll be back after you... Eat here. <laughs> yeah, after you clog your arteries. Across the street is Do Right Donuts. So, of course, I stopped to Do Right Donuts. Look at this beauty. If you're not on the live YouTube feed, this is, this is where you want to be, okay? Yeah. Because you get to see pictures of what I ate for, uh, for breakfast on Thursday. And uh, you also get to comment in the live YouTube chat. Yeah. I, Apparently, I Do Right has this, and I tried this. This is their s'mores donut. I've never had this. Oh. I got to go to the yeah. location across from Wrigley and uh, give this thing a shot. I, I got to tell you, it's good. I can't help but notice that you didn't bring any for the rest of us. Yeah. It was Thursday. They'd be stale. So you can you can stop on the way there, on the way to the work today? No, I don't drive by one. You could have gone out your way a little bit. I mean, I could have. Would have been big of you. It would have been big of you. What with the new time? I had to credit. get in here. You know, I had to mm. scramble to get in here at 1230. Would have given you credit. I would have given you no so credit. much credit if you brought us all donuts. However, I am glad that you didn't because the fitness journey continues 13 pounds away from wow. the opening day goal. All right. Nice. Well we done. Are, we are well done. less than halfway away from the opening day goal. All right. So in like just over a month, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So. I'm just We're thinking of games during the season, though. If we could get a do-right donut deal, I could try to eat a donut faster than you could chug a beer out of a beer bat. <laughs> you just shove oh. that thing in your mouth. See how fast I can eat that donut. <laughs> Most likely, I'd probably choke yeah. on air at oh. some point. I mean, okay, so what? I, I was aver like the last two months last year, I was averaging like you know ten to twelve seconds. I couldn't eat. I couldn't Something eat like one that. of their donuts in eleven seconds. They're so big. Yeah, that's what she said. Uh -huh. <laughs> Potentially Office some munchkins from, like, you know, <laughs> Dunkin' Donuts I could eat in 11 seconds. Garrett's asking, what's, what's better, Stan's or Do-Right? Oh, Do-Right. Do That's right. close. Do Stan's is a better. California donut place. Their coffee's okay, too. It's, yeah. it's, it's fine. Stan's yeah. is fine. I've heard the one in, in L.A. is way better than mm. – and, of course, it is. It's like saying when you get um, – it's like when Uno's franchised out all over the country and you go get – if you went to an Uno's place in – Merrillville, Indiana. It's not like going to Uno's 
Well, do rights chicken, uh, the chicken spicy chicken sandwich. Like they have right. awesome the actual food, food at do right is good. It's and not their just fries a donut. Are really it's still good. just a Chicago place. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, it's good. Speaking of donuts, when we haven't talked about this, but R.I.P. to the Dunkin' Donuts. Like across from Wrigley, that's been there forever. Gone? It's gone. Yeah. Well, do right ran them out of business. That's what I'm saying. That's why I do right's the best. Right. I'm like, not really upset about the Duncan leaving because there's well, a thousand other Duncans in the in the right. city. Yeah. But it was a staple in Wrigley. Let's just be real. Let's be real about it. It's like it's like when they tore down the old Taco Bell, but then built up a new one and put a Culver's next to it. Like you got over it. You moved on with your life. But R.I.P. Like it, you know, everyone's had a, a moment there probably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We had, we had a guy playing third base. Someone better came along. We move on. Uh, speaking of better players, so spring training. Uh, How far is, in the show are we? <laughs> we're like, it's a week away. Eight, eight minutes? Eight minutes and 27 seconds. Eight minutes seconds. into the show. We haven't eight talked minutes. about baseball at all. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we're about to talk out. baseball. <laughs> Well, we did. We did mention that there's a do right next to Wrigley Field. That's baseball related. That's how we, that's how we, that's how we brought it around. Folks. We reeled it in. Yeah. Um, so spring training, Ryan leaves a week from. Today. Today. Yep. A week from today. He's already We're started uh, washing and ironing his Hawaiian shirts. And then like a week <laughs> after that, I'll be going. Something like oh, that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Confirmed now. Confirmed. You're going too. Yeah. 22nd through the 27th? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'll just be doing shows. I'll be the guy in the bubble from back here. And from my understanding, we'll be doing shows remotely, so you get to be home a lot. Oh, wow. Cr- good for you, man. <laughs> hey, hey. What's better than Arizona? My basement. <laughs> You want me to sneak you in on the in the in my luggage? I could go for some sunshine. I'm not going to lie. Uh, spring training hats are out. You pointed this out. You like them? You're, what are, What are you grading them? Oh man, they, these spring training hats are out. Absolutely slap, bro. Like if there was a World Series in the spring in spring training, the Cubs have absolutely won it. This is an elite hat. If you're on the YouTube, watch on the YouTube stream. We're showing it right now. Like it actually kind of. Uh, what, like a week and a half ago, it kind of leaked out online because it was showing up on like MLB shop in Canada, but not in America. And of course, the internet works like the internet does, and it got spread to Cubs Twitter. And uh, I kind of did a reaction video that's on our Instagram that you can go watch if you want to. But that my immediate reaction, that is that they are elite. I love the powder blue with the, the bear uh, logo, a little patch on the side. Anything powder blue, honestly, is yeah. going to get me. Absolutely. Uh, See, that's but like that's how they get you. But I, I, I have a theory that the more they keep introducing the powder blue, whether it's a little bit in the Wrigleyville or occasionally in a different hat, a spring training hat, sooner or later we're going to get those powder blue PJ road unis back. Hopefully. Mm. Sooner Hopefully. or later. We're, do, we're testing out the powder blue in the market just yeah. to see how they feel about the it. The thing is, like, I don't know why the powder blues ever went away. Was oh, there was there so a good. point where yeah. everyone hated the powder blues for any team? Like, we talking about like the pinstripe powder we're talking blue, talking about the eighties, Bill Butler and the pin, yeah. but, dark pinstripes on yeah. the powder blue uniform. But that's yes. what I'm saying. Is like, was there a point where everyone's like, oh, everyone hates these jerseys. We need to get rid of them. Like, yeah, well, like really? seriously, they had because, run their they had run their course. They're because, not like. They're they're more like a, a fad, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. It's it's I like the, the the home pinstripe one is it's a universe for the most part pretty universal. Mm-hmm. Looks good every year. Mm-hmm. You expect it. The pinstripe one is it runs about a decade and then you're like, "Man, I need something fresh." I guess. I guess it's fair, but I will say like I like the the I, Phillies powder blues, even the Cardinals powder blues. Any they're, any they're powder great. blue Everybody's jersey bringing them back. That's what I'm awesome. saying. Oh. 
Any powder blue is awesome. I, Royal uh, powder blue. This is not powder blue, but like the ones that I believe they wore in the eighties, eighties as well. But they were they didn't button down; they were just a pullover, right? Like the yeah. dark blue, the V neck, the V neck, yeah, pullover. I wouldn't be mad if they brought that back either. Cool, like yeah. Corey has an uh, Ernie Banks really mm-hmm. Ernie yeah. Banks one of that, like a jersey of that, and like it's it's beautiful. I love that jersey. I need one. Uh, with well, a, Corey's with a, a terrific model. Well, yeah, sure. it's better on him yeah. than it does on most. Yeah, people. yeah I saw sure. a baby picture of him on my Instagram story today. His girlfriend posted it, uh, but and, and he looks <laughs> he looks <laughs> it's an incredible picture. But <laughs> well, where is it? I I, I wish I would have saved it and brought it for the show, considering we're talking about nothing today. But uh, what do you call I'll it? Look for it? I would I would love to be able to get a v-neck of the powder blue if they were to choose something like a mixture of that mm. personally and they kind of like i think it might have been a promotional thing a few years ago because i have one at my apartment that's a v-neck pullover of the powder blue with the pinstripes that they it, again it was like a promotional jersey that they gave away a long time ago i got, ended up getting it at cubs convention in this like grab bag that they used to give out all the time and i really i really dig that i i would wear it but it doesn't fit me Yet, maybe I can get back into it after I hit this 30-pound weight loss that I have a goal for. But I, I would love a combination of, like, those two unis, you know. Facebook turns 20. That doesn't seem right, Becky. It's older than that. It started in, what, 2003? I think I thought Facebook. it was older than that. I thought I did it uh, in the late 90s. No, no, 2003. Oh. You haven't seen Social Network? Maybe that was Hotmail that I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah. You got mail? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, was it 2004? Yeah, February 4th, 2004. So huh. Social launched. Network's a yes. great movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so I, really, so I, I would like to, to apologize on behalf of CHGO, <laughs> mostly on behalf of Cody, uh, to 24, 24, the whole 24 thing we were doing, 2 4, 24. Uh-huh. We did it end the show work. on Thursday saying no Bellinger. You know, we're, ma- we're, ma- we're manifesting it. So are we it, moving it the goalposts once again? Yeah, we're now, okay. we're, now we're two, circling the 24th of February. Yeah, okay. 2 24, 24. 24. Can't yep. believe the Cubs let a great opportunity like that go by. Marketing, they want marketing help. Here it is. You know, it would have been a real, it would have been a real laugh. Real laugh. We would have got a lot of laughter if the Cubs would have just made a minor league signing yesterday. Yeah. So Cody yeah. Bellinger week did not pan out. It, it didn't the happen. Se- the second Cody Bellinger week didn't pan out. Do we do we know what their slogan is for the year? They've not. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've announced it yet. Honestly, right? I feel what like was last year do, we uh, next starts here. Next starts here. I feel right. like they should just use it again. I liked it. It well, was one of the few that they put out there that I really that I actually liked. As we try to figure out tomorrow's podcast, it may be centered around what should the new slogan be. Because <laughs> I don't know what it should be. Yeah. We're still waiting. We're still waiting. <laughs> We're still waiting. The wait waiting for the market to come to us. <laughs> Cubs 2024. <laughs> uh, Standoff. So are you disappointed in any of the deals? I mean, the Dodgers are making deals again. Still no Bellinger. And they signed mm-hmm. a reliever today? They signed a reliever. Traded. They made a trade. The White Sox are making trades over the weekend. It's not going to help them, but they made yeah. trades. They, didn't they sign Pilar, and, too? Kevin Pilar? Yeah. Yeah, Kevin Millar, so. I think it was. <laughs> Kevin uh, they're bringing him back. Yeah. They're bringing him yeah. another run. Yeah. He did play um, for the Royals, though, so I don't know. That well, doesn't make sense. That's well, right. And obviously, <laughs> an hour ago or so, the Royals um, signed a st- an extension with Bobby Wood Jr. Yeah, well, I would another sign that extension, too. 11 years, 288, something like that. That's going to age so well, man. Um, and I was looking at it. I guess it also has – he's got opt-outs after the 2030, 2031. He has, like – 
four the last four years are like opt outable years. And then the Royals also have club options for 2035, 2036, and 2037, apparently. By so then, I'm going to... It could end up being a 14-year contract. By the time for, all those things come up, I'm going to be in my 40s, bro. Like, that's crazy. Oh. It could end up being a 14-year, $370 Will this podcast million still exist? I hope so. <laughs> I got to tell you, okay, so which, which Cubs prospect or current young player will be the first for the Cubs to try and sign, like... To a deal to like that, that. massive like an who, extension. Who will be the first Cubs player where they say to themselves, "We've got to lock him up for eleven years"? For me, not a free agent. Yeah, you're talking about a young guy that comes up that because they if develop it's a player, and they, and they if it's a player, yeah, it's yes. not going to even if it's even if they were to sign Soto, I don't think they're signing him to an eleven year deal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who in the organization now could you see someday wanting to sign to that type of deal? Cade Horton, because pitching. Is expensive. Boy, that's dangerous though. Yeah, Eleven pitcher, years for a pitcher is real dangerous. Pitcher. I don't. I think it has to be a position player. I, I agree so. that he might be the highest on the list, but he may have the highest ceiling or like the best career. But like giving that's committing so a lot of money over that many years to a pitcher, especially one who's already had Tommy John surgery. Fair. That's a that's a big risk. Maybe so I'm, I, I, I'm, I agree. I'm clearly very high on Cade Horton. Yeah. It to seems just like, be like the next Mark Pryor. It seems like a huge contract <laughs> to give to somebody like PCA if he's not going to have the power too, yeah. right? Like I'm not saying he's not going to have power, but yeah. maybe Alcantara. If I had to choose a position player, I'd say uh, someone like Owen Casey or Kevin Alcantara. Shaw. Yeah, maybe Matt Shaw. Yeah, Shaw's I a mean, good good, good example. He has he, Matt yeah. Shaw probably has a higher ceiling than those other two. Just because I, I don't – we need – if there's one player in the minors I'll be paying attention to more this year, it's definitely Alcantara because I feel like he's, he's like, right on the, like on the brink of really be, becoming a, you know, a top 30 prospect in baseball. But he has – he's – I've explained it before. If you just go through his ups and downs, they remind me a lot of, like, Javi Baez. Like, he can be the best player on the planet, but he can also give you a lot of nothing. So, like, they need more consistency out of him. And they need him to just really kind of blossom into like the the player that he can be, and so he's he's one guy I'm definitely paying attention to because I think he's going to spend the entire year in the minors. So for 2025, if if he's still here, you know, like he's a guy like with the de- the defensive versatility and athleticism that can play center field and probably all three outfield positions. If he can, if he has the power that he's also showed off and hitting ability consistently, like. That's a guy that you can not only build around but really market because he has the vibes. I mean, his nickname's Jaguar for a reason, right? Like, he could, he could, his ceiling is is really high. It's just that we just haven't seen a lot of consistency consistency from him through his time in the minors. I think Kiebert's right. An eleven year deal has to be a, a five toolish type player. Yeah. So that's why I was wondering about, and that's why I said Alcantara. Yeah, and I was you wondering about like Owen Casey. Like he's supposed to have the most power of anybody in the organization, mm-hmm. but he's a big, tall guy. Mm-hmm. They're not sure where he's playing yet, and so I'm not sure that he fits into that window. I I usually feel like an 11 year deal is more a more athletic player, mm-hmm. yeah. somebody that will age gracefully. Because if he's a shortstop, or you might be able to move him to a corner outfield mm-hmm. on an 11 year deal. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't that's know. What, that's what I feel about Alcantara. I just I, if at his, if he develops into the player that I think a lot of Alcantara believers believe, he could be a five tool player. So maybe it's Shaw. Yeah. 
it could be. I mean, the hit tool's there. He's a good defender. It's just, you know, where is he going to play, I think, is, is also the, the issue. Is he going to be your third baseman? Is he going to be able to do it? Is um, the power going to transition yeah. over? Like Maybe it's one of their international signings at shortstop that they keep. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, like that, one of the young was, kids that's a teenager, and to get him up, you're like, all right, here's 10 years and yeah. – well, well, that's, that's, that's what I was, years that's down what the road. I was kind yeah. of thinking. That's what I was looking at. I was like, maybe that guy's not in the system right now. Cause like, yeah. Or he's way back in the system. Know, yeah, like with Shaw, like uh, you're, you're talking about Shaw. Like Shaw, like mm-hmm. Dansby Swanson is their shortstop for the next six seasons. Right. It's going to be hard for – and Nico, obviously, for another three at second base. Like it's going to be hard for Shaw uh, to break in there unless something changes with those two. Um, I mean, Kevin O'Contra still got a couple years away. We're talking about like where is he gonna play as, as along you know the rest of this outfield mix, right? Like PCA could be that guy as their top prospect, but is he is that is the bat gonna follow the defense at the big league level, right? That, that's a that's a huge question mark. So I don't, I'm not I'm not saying that there's not. I'm just like I'm not 100 percent convinced that guy is in the Cubs system right now. We have to remember too that Bobby Witt Jr. was is basically what Chris Bryant was in terms he was of a number one prospect. He was a like number one prospect two years ago, right? Yeah, like Cubs don't have that. PCA does you know as high as he is is the number one prospect for the Cubs. Like what? He's a top 20 guy. He's not even in the top 10. He did kind of peak in the top 10 last year when they did like a midseason ranking, but. You know, coming into this year, he's not a top 10 guy. So, you know, as much as you – if you – again, I take the rankings with a grain of salt because I've seen guys fail and I've seen guys have success. But, sure, I mean, if PCA turns out to be like a Corbin Carroll, that's a guy that you that you definitely could. But, sure. again, he's got to prove that he can hit at the major league level. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't remember when the Diamondbacks gave Carroll that extension, but – you know, I think would have before last year. Yeah, so like he came up and, and was really good for the Diamondbacks in his like in 2022 when they were bad. In the second half of the year, he came up and had success, and they were like, "All right, we're gonna pay you." And then he had a, he won Rookie of the Year, led him to the World Series. Like, looks like a great investment. PCA just hasn't shown enough. He hasn't had the chance to show enough that he deserves any kind of like. Yeah shove him all that money you right. know well, like luis robert for the white Sox, they mm-hmm. they signed him and then it was hey we think we can get value here yeah. but this the wit one is is a different story that's like he's and shown he's been, you how good he is at the league. major yeah. league mm-hmm. level and they were like ah we can't yeah. let's we can't risk letting you go yeah we've yeah. got to give you a bunch of money now and hope you're happy yeah. with that and, I, and yeah. I think that's when we talk about this front office and just not completely being risk averse but definitely weighing those risks maybe heavier than other front offices do when you're talking about a guy that you know when you're looking at the cub system and a bunch of guys who could be that guy but with little to no major league experience like that's a huge risk right like the, the brewers the contract they gave they're giving jackson churio that's a big risk for a guy who's never set foot in a major league baseball right. field so um it's just not that the, i don't i'm not saying that i don't think the cubs would ever do that with this front office specifically but just knowing how they kind of operate they they like having the flexibility that obviously guys in their first six years pre-arb and then arbitration like they had like having that kind of flexibility like not having a bunch of long-term deals on the books right so this isn't doing something like the bobby witt deal isn't something that's completely in their mo now if that guy emerges I think they would do it. I just don't see them doing it for a, a guy that just has not proved anything at the major league level, whether that is Kevin Alcantara right now or Pete Carr Armstrong or whoever it is. They just don't have guys that 
could be at that level or even close to what Bobby Wood Jr. has been that have at least a year or two in the major leagues and have shown that. I, I think that's where the risk comes is that they just don't have the guys, the young guys that could right. be in that group to – that could be in that group. They just don't have the guys that have the major league experience to show that they can still do it at the big league level too. The right opportunity is not there, and they are the Cubs. They're not the – they're not the four teams that are coming to mind. And this is not to say that the Red Sox or other teams haven't done it, but we've just talked about Corbin Carroll. Okay, you're talking about Arizona, smaller market. Milwaukee, smaller market. White Sox, big market, but number two in town, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All, all of them are smaller market franchises. So I don't, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that person's there, but it'll be interesting to see who would be the first one, when they will branch out that way. Chef Kevin in the chat says that Witt was drafted in the 2019 draft. What Cubs prospects have done anything from that draft? And it wasn't. That's near. Yeah, it was the Ryan Jensen one. Yeah. Uh, I, I think he's making a point based off a lot of chats that he says. Uh, I would say the best thing that they had developed out of that draft to this point was DJ Hers, who they ended up moving for Candelario last mm-hmm. year. Um, at the deadline, but yeah. O- otherwise, there are you know Porter Hodge is a guy that they took 13th. Could make his big league de- yeah. big league debut this year. Maybe Porter Hodge can be that guy. Uh, I I look. It's a great baseball name, and that's my own my full belief on why he could be good. But uh, Darius Hill is also a guy who's kind of been in Triple A for the last couple of years. That I don't know. Just hasn't they just haven't given him a chance to make his debut? I know a lot of people in the YouTube chat have kind of clamored to see him over the course of the last two years, um, but of course he's an outfielder. But yeah, I mean, to answer your question, uh, Chef Kevin, uh, that draft wasn't great for the Cubs, but they've been pretty good since then. And also, you should look at the 2018 one because that was that was a lot better one. So, um, and also, the front office scouting, player development, all that been a it's a lot different now than it was in 2019. So, you know, take it. I, I take that 2019 one as a wash, and it, it it was didn't work out. And honestly, it's a big reason why you know they had to move. You know, Rizzo, Bryant, Baez. They couldn't develop guys. They they, they couldn't keep that that run going. Um, we've talked about it at ends related to player development and stuff, but I feel pretty good about it now. So. Uh, somebody in the chat, I think it was uh, Fernando, was asking about the time different. Listen, this week, like I said, this week, 1230. Next week, actually, we're 330. Why is it moving around? Because schedules are moving around. Mm-hmm. We've got all the Bears people out at the Super, Super Bowl, Bowl this week. It messes with producer schedules. It messes with show schedules. Yep. Next week, Ryan goes to Arizona, and spring training starts to mess with we want to make sure Ryan's got something to talk about before we have a podcast. Yep. Yep. So that's why they're kind of floating back and forth right now on times. Just yeah. so everybody knows. We'll do better to update you guys yeah, later, probably later in the should, week. Right. 1230 this week. Every day this week. I will put my hand up and say that I probably should have tweeted from our account yesterday. Big of you. Big of me to say. Credit to you for being big. But no credit for not tweeting it out. Taking That's the right. credit back. The credit evens Reverse out. Reverse credit. <laughs> Reverse credit. It acts as out. You're back to square one. <laughs> <laughs> now, tell us about being back to square one with Circa Sportsbook, where you're oh, way ahead, God. Cody. No, I'm actually not. I had oh, a bad, had a oh. bad gambling Well, weekend. this is the week to do it. If you remember last year. Mm-hmm. You won a bunch of money on I the Super Bowl. I won over $1,000. Oh. 
Super well, Bowl week all last I'm year. saying is, is you can go and get the Chiefs money line at plus money, and I'm telling you, when Patrick Mahomes is an underdog, he is a cash cow. Uh, as much as I have family who are 49ers fans, and I want to root for the 49ers, from a gambling standpoint, I'm probably going to be betting on the Chiefs on Sunday because I just I can't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Is that where most of the money is going? That most people are like saying. I can't bet against Mahomes. I feel like that's going to be a real popular trend this week. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was the same thing against the Bills. It was the same thing against the Ravens. He's been an underdog this entire postseason, and they've won every game. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? And then knowing that the lines are probably going to move towards the Chiefs' favor, I got my bet in, like, as soon as the championship weekend was over. Really? Oh, I, I got it in as early as I Chiefs. could. Chiefs. Yeah. Well, sure. the, the line has really moved to because it opened at, like, one, and now it's up to, like, two and a half. But the money line like odds have shifted a lot mm-hmm. too. So, uh, yeah, right now is a good time to get the Chiefs if you really want to. You can do it on Circa, right? Uh, the games are strived to be a minus one ten split out the Circa sportsbook menu. Unlike other sportsbooks, which use minus one fifteen or minus one twenty splits, they keep as little money as possible on large market bets, especially compared to other books. They don't limit players based on their winnings every player has the same limits unlike other books who do limit winning players they encourage betters to download and explore all sports betting apps available uh, and they actually encourage people again to compare the lines from each book just to see how good or how much better their their lines are right so and then again i, I just can't emphasize this enough the chat bots they don't have chat bots. Mm-hmm. I hate talking mm-hmm. to chat bots it's like ai i think you've mentioned that yeah. before ryan like i, I hate I, ai I, I hate ai all right Circa, all aspects of their app are being run by the same team that runs the main Circa Sportsbook at Circa Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, where the Bears guys are right now. Download the Circa Sports Illinois app at circasports.com slash Illinois-app to sign up today. Also be on the lookout for Circa events, watch parties, and tailgates. If you or someone you know may have a problem with gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Text GAMB to 833-234 or visit areyoureallywinning.com. And when you win big on the Super Bowl or you get your tax return coming up in a little while, I need to take do that dough and get yourself some new flooring. <laughs> Upgrade your living space. Empire Today, you get to shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation, and a low price guarantee. They're the best place to get your new flooring. A lot of copycats, but the copycats just can't keep up with the... the uh, other things that they offer quality service speed all of it and here's the deal they have a philosophy of empire doesn't just give you a billion options for your flooring they give you the best options for your buck for flooring the bang for your buck yeah you don't want to have the bad free agents you don't want to you don't want the 11 million 11 year 700 million dollar contract for a guy that's not going to play you want the three-year deal for a guy who you didn't know was going to be great and turns out to be the superstar player in your living room, your new flooring. That's what they offer. And they have a virtual floor designer, so you can see how those new floors are going to look in your space by just simply taking a picture. Pride themselves with that shop at home service. They help you shop for floors and service their own warranties. So if an issue does arise, just call Empire. They service their warranties themselves. You don't have to track down the manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners here at CHGO get a $350 off discount when you simply use the promo code with the four most important letters in the alphabet, CHGO. That's CHGO, and it gets you $350 off your order at Empire. See EmpireToday.com slash CHGO 
for details. Five eight eight two three hundred. Empire. Today. So everybody's wondering, what are we going to talk about the rest of the day? What are oh, we going to talk about? And about here's what everyone's saying in the chat. Obviously, in case you haven't noticed, it's Monday. Magic Wand Monday. Anybody got a crazy idea to fix the Cubs off season? <laughs> what do you got for us, Cody? How are you going to fix the Cubs on Magic Wand Monday? I kind of referenced it before on a previous show. I want to say like it back in December. And I will give credit to the great Jared Carabas on this for tweeting something that made me think of this back then. But if there's anything that we should be excited about as Cubs fans is the fact that we're not Red Sox fans. Because the Red Sox, their ownership have – I mean, they're making the Ricketts look great, honestly, this offseason. With the Although they did the, get Theo back. I don't care. Okay, actually, I do care. But I also still think Theo's going to be a commissioner one day, and he's just going to do this for a little bit. But we can no longer say he's just out there working for everybody. Right. He's working for he's the now. Red Sox. But Craig, Bres- now Craig Red Breslow Sox. is still mm-hmm. the guy there, and I think he's just he, he's definitely like an advisor. But, again, him, back, him being back with the Red Sox organization this year is probably the biggest move they've made this offseason. Theo says, oh. go clean the toilets. Somebody goes cleans the toilets. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, anyway, to bring it back around, with the way the Red Sox are, it seems like they're operating this offseason. Again, the beginning of the offseason, they were one of the part of their ownership said something about how they're going full throttle. And then Craig Breslow, like a week and a half ago, said something about how they're going to have a lower payroll than last season. All right. So they've walked back everything that they said, like at the beginning of the offseason, probably just because they wanted to get people to sign up for season tickets or whatever. Like it's it's really bad stuff. Right. It just seems like the Red Sox are going to be at the bottom of the AL East this year, considering how good that division is. The fact that the Orioles just traded for Corbin Burns, the Yankees, they've added to their roster. Um, The Blue Jays still have a pretty solid roster. They're going to at least be mid and be in the race. Um, It's a very it's a very tough division. And the Red Sox they desperately need pitching. I, I, I feel like their lineup isn't too bad, but they def- desperately need pitching. But I, my thing is here, my, my, my magic wand Monday, we've talked about the closer a handful of times. Like, who's the closer if it's not Alzale? Are they going to add a bullpen arm uh, that could be the closer and moves Alzale to that eighth inning or seventh, eighth inning role? And I don't think the Cubs will do this before the season, but if they did, I wouldn't be upset about it. That's why it's a magic wand Monday. But trading for Kenley Jansen, with who has one year left on his deal with the Red Sox and is an experienced closer and a guy who has been in a lot of playoff games, I, the Red Sox, Craig Breslow, Jed, have a relationship. Like, it probably makes sense for them to wait till the deadline when they're out of it mm-hmm. to move him. But I don't hate the idea of trading for Kenley Jansen to be part of the bullpen. Whether it's now or yeah. at the deadline. Later, yeah. Of course, it, it matters if the Cubs are in it, which, listen, brother, I'll do whatever it takes. I gotta, I, we got to manifest 90 wins somehow, some way, right? So, uh, I They're just, nowhere near a 90-win team until they at I, least I sign Cody Bellinger. I agree. And, but what I'm saying is, is as long as we're going into opening day with – with a roster that I think all three of us could feel good about. You know what I mean? But the Red Sox, I just feel like they're going to be selling unless they unless they fix their roster. And I mean, they signed Giolito. Okay. Like, I'm just – I just don't like, – they have some young pieces. I like Bello, like, as one of their young starting pitchers. Obviously, they still have Devers. 
They need Trevor Story to stay on the field. They have some nice pieces. Like, you look at the roster and you're like, that, they'd actually probably be competitive in the NL Central. But anybody could be. That's the mm-hmm. problem with not doing anything I, right now. I, I saw uh, our friend Gordon Wintmeyer, who's now doing the stuff for, for the Reds, saying the division is, like, going to be super competitive. It's not mm-hmm. going to be like the AL East no. or the NL West because they're not – but it could be just as competitive. It could be – that much separation between one and three or one and four. It, everybody's the same. And John Mosaic and the Cardinals like, the one thing we're all waiting to see is what the Cubs do with their money. Yeah. Right? Like, he's even saying they play on a little different platform than the rest of us do. Mm-hmm. Now, he may be blowing smoke because they spend money too sometimes in St. Louis, but he's not wrong in that the Cubs should be spending more than anybody in the division. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's the truth. And well, and to your co- point, Cody, with Kenley Jensen, um, you know he's thirty-five, going on thirty-six, I think, or he might be thirty-six already. Mm-hmm. Is he still the same guy that he was, you know, six, seven years ago? Right, like at, at his peak. Um, Probably not. I don't know. Yeah, like what what is it going to cost you in a trade? Um, I don't think much. There's and then there's the options thing to consider. Like we've talked about it with Hector Neris, with any you know Yancy Almonte when they brought him in, all this stuff. So you. You're, you're losing flexibility unless you're cutting some guy, and that's just a waste of salary. I'm not saying, like, I would be opposed to killing Jensen either. I just – you're weighing all that kind of stuff. And I just – I don't that's know fair. if he's the same – If I don't know if he's the same pitcher he was when he was arguably the best closer in baseball. And does so at that point, does adding him still make sense when he may not be the clear, the clear-cut closer anyway, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's where I look. I think at he would Kyle automatically Jackson. be the Cubs closer just based off experience, and he was a closer for the Red Sox last year. But would Even he if be, he's would not, he be he their would... best closer? Is my is my point. oh I don't know. Would he be their best option at closer? That because we like we saw last year, Adbert was really good. He was actually I think he was better than than Kenley Jansen was last year. You know what I think with with him with Kenley Jansen is you have to see how things. I wouldn't do it right now, mm. but you have to see how things play out. I'm I'm not trying to bring injuries into existence but we know they're going to happen we know somebody's going to have a down season in a bullpen that we're not expecting to have a down season so let's see what Alzali, Merriweather some of the other guys that they've added like people we're counting on now may not be able to count on in the second half of the season so when you get close to the trade deadline that picture becomes a lot more clear I'm totally with you that I think by the trade deadline they'll want to add another person Mm. And not necessarily just a prospect, counting on a prospect to do it. That's the type of move where you could add an arm and be like, okay, we needed the depth anyway. Because mm. yeah. they didn't have it last year. So Maybe it's I, not like, I like it. It's, it's not a name I had thought of. It's not, it's not like us trying to manifest Bo Bichette or Vlad no. Jr. Mm. But, but I'd still like to. Ma- I do if think we could get Bo Bichette, I still would like to do that. I, <laughs> Sure. But I do think that it's sure. absurd. I think the Cubs, at the very least, the Cubs and Red Sox, that makes a lot of sense for there being a potential trade for those two because of Jed and Craig Breslow's relationship, like knowing each other, the fact that the Red Sox feel like they're going backwards while the Cubs are going up. Will that happen before opening day or at the trade deadline? I don't know. But I, I just think that it makes a lot of sense for a lot of reasons on why they could be trade partners at some point. Yeah, I mean, I don't I – don't, think the Breslow thing really has much to do with it. Like, teams are going to deal regardless, and it's not like Breslow's going to give 
Jetta discount because they're friends, anything mm-hmm. like that. Well, hey, we've been we've been talking about the Cubs right. and Guardians all offseason because Carter Hawkins used to be there. Let's right. just go. Carter Hawkins knows the system from from the Guardians as far as like sure. you know Class A. He you know he 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 has it's just like he has more information on those guys having been in the system two years ago. I th- I right. just I don't I don't think the, the Breslow Jed just the fact that they're friends and, and obviously former colleagues means that they would be any more likely to do a deal. I do think like especially considering Breslow just took the job like he's not going to be sitting there like all right Jed like we'll give you a little bit of a discount. If you, I don't. If you think, I don't think they're gonna get some some discount. No, but I, just, but I just don't think that the whether it's Craig Breslow or anyone else running the Red Sox at that point, mm-hmm. that it would be any different if they're going to get at, going after Kenley Jensen. But I mean, it doesn't hurt. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Um, Maybe no, it's just, a different player on the Red Sox that I'm not thinking of. I'm just. I just think. I really do think the Red Sox are going to be selling in, in July, based off of what they've done this offseason, what their ownership is saying. Like they, they literally like Craig Breslow's quotes. If I was a Red Sox fan, I would be significantly more pissed off than I have been in the past at Cubs ownership or Theo and Jed, undoubtedly, undoubtedly based off what their ownership and front office has said this off season, they are making the Red Sox have made Tom and Jed and all the stuff from the past five years looks <laughs> incredibly good. Yeah, based no, off what I, they've said. Well, when you think about it, yeah, and everything like the Yankees have done, the Orioles have done, um, the Blue Jays are still the Blue Jays, mm-hmm. and who else? Who else am I missing in that division? The Yankees, the Red Orioles. Sox. Well, Yankees, Red Sox. Oh, uh, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, and the um, Rays are the Rays. You know, yeah, they're going to be look, competitive. Yeah, every so like, year it's like year. it feels like this is the year the Orioles finally will. Yeah. yeah. Well, now that they really added Burns, through. yeah, really adding Burns through. is huge yeah. for them. But so yeah, yeah, like just that whole division is full of like legitimate playoff contenders and even a couple World Series contenders. The Red Sox could absolutely be trading in July, and unless and, they unless they sign a pitch, like if like I know they're kind of linked to Jordan Montgomery too. Like if if they do end up spending money, then I then sure we could probably not be talking about this in July, but just based off right now it just feels like they are trying to develop from within only like it's which is crazy because they've definitely spent money before man like and it just looks bad because like their ownership is like trying to buy uh aren't they it was part we were talking about it with tom last week uh, related to the pga tour like the red sox right. are part of that too you know what i mean like yeah. they invest like all this money into that like it's they have just angry been, friend, it's, uh, fans it's been a very very uh, depressing offseason if you're a Red Sox fan, man. But you mentioned yeah. Montgomery, and it's kind of – that's my magic wand Monday is still Montgomery and Bellinger. That's your magic wand Monday? That, that's my magic wand Monday. It's it's not flashy. It's not, like, out of the blue, but it's – that that's what it, sh- that's what it should be. I, I, keep, I keep thinking about how the division is there for the taking, and they're not taking advantage of it. Do we see improvements? Yes, but – Right now, as the roster stands right now, with you've lost Stroman and Bellinger. Until until I see Bellinger in a Cubs uniform, you've lost Stroman and Bellinger. And your biggest, most proven addition this entire offseason is Hector Neris. Yeah. yeah. Right? It has to be. It, it's not your unproven prospect that you think is going to play first base in the trade you made for Bush, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's... It's not Imanago, who you've never seen pitch in the major leagues. It's Hector Neris, an, an aging reliever who should be beneficial to your team. But when you have an opportunity to 
grab the division by the throat and say, there's no way we're losing this division unless we're just decimated by injuries. It seems like a missed opportunity. So my magic wand Monday is Montgomery and Bellinger and, and show up at Sloan Park. Period. You got yeah. one week to do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it's going to go longer than a week yeah. at this point. Remember, Bryce Harper signed at the end make, of February. Make a package deal with Scott Boris. Yeah. Does, can you get one of them by, by the time he gets to Arizona? I can only hope. I saw that Boris tried to do – he's trying to do another leverage play over the weekend. I think it was Nightingale's article saying that the Phillies could be the sleeper team for uh, Bellinger. And I just – I. <laughs> Because the Philly, and the Phillies haven't really done a lot this offseason. They, they re-signed uh, Nola. Uh, I, there's probably some other things in there, too. But, like, they haven't made any huge moves. I think it's a leverage play from Scott Boris. Like, yeah, just feeding possible. it to his puppet. Yeah. No offense to you, Bob. But <laughs> I'm just, I just, that's just how I feel. I, 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 I will continue to believe that Bellinger is going to be a Cub. I've stayed on this hill all offseason. I said since the end, since the offseason technically started, that the longer it goes, the more likely Cody Bellinger is going to be a Cub. And there have been months. There's been months where a team could jump out and offer to overpay for Cody Bellinger, and no team has done it. So, but I think I think you're at least getting half of that. I don't know if Montgomery's a guy. If, if, if he's going to be the if he's going to be another pitcher that they sign, I think that they're more likely to make a trade. Um, um, to Brady's comment, the Imanaga, the Imanaga logic is dumb. You wouldn't say the Dodgers didn't add value since Yamamoto is proven. I don't think you said that about you said you said their most proven guy. I just said your most your most, most proven, proven addition. addition. You, yeah. you don't know as much about Imanaga and how he's going to transition into Major League Baseball. I mean, the, that's the same as true for Yamamoto. It yeah. is. It is true. Yeah, no, what yeah. you said was that your most proven addition was Hector Neers. Yeah, I, I like the Imanaga signing. I'm just saying I can't guarantee you it's going to work out. Yeah. The most proven. Just like the Dodgers can correct. assume Bush, that the Yamamoto is going to work out. Bush too. might turn out to be an incredible addition this right. season, but we just don't know yet. Imanaga until, until still I see him play for a season, I don't know. Faces, right? yeah. um, so uh, my magic wand one day is Christopher Morrell learning to play third base consistently. Yeah. Oh. There you go. That's. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Please, God. You know how huge that would be for the Cubs right now? Like, that could clear up a lot of things for the Cubs. I'd rather him learn to play. going into spring training that Christopher Morrell is going to be your everyday third base. He's over there like Forrest Gump, just... Yeah, right. Like, with, instead of a ping pong paddle, he's flashing leather he left and right. Doesn't yeah. even need to be gold glove caliber, man. Just, just be good. a serviceable yeah. guy who can play good. Give me a Nick C. Magical. Give me a C. <laughs> yeah. For Christopher. Yeah. Right there at third oh base. And, and because that offensive 
production and potential is so big that if he can just give you, like, we are comfortable playing him every day in third base type stuff, if the Cubs can go into this season saying we are comfortable giving Morrell the bulk of the playing time at third base, that's huge for him. That's huge for him. And the fact that they, that, the fact that they can't makes his future with the, cl- the Cubs unclear just based on you know, it's, uh, the additions they're making. It's it, it's interesting you bring that up with the the weekend rumor mill uh based out of a based on a random ass Cardinals account that people on Cubs Twitter were talking about with the related to a potential Cubs Marlins trade, but listen. I and I want to believe that what the Cubs said at Cubs convention related to Christopher Morrell about moving him around and all this stuff was just them talking like publicly because he let's be real he's been you can argue he's been on the trade market all offseason right I mean you could probably say he's been on the trade market for like the last year if we're right being honest so like maybe they're just they're saying that because the value is where it's at I want to believe that's it and then mm-hmm. they're going to go into spring and he's exclusively playing third base I, I would love I would love for that to happen because I, I the ceiling's so high and also I think I'd rather see him get that opportunity than the Cubs give Matt Chapman a bunch of money as much as I would be okay with signing Matt Chapman I would rather see Morrell really get that opportunity a third and see him excel at it right uh, but well, it's, a, it's one of those that we have to wait and see. Like, I, I don't know. We'll yeah. talk about a possible Lazardo trade here coming up in the third segment or just a trade for a, a frontline pitcher and get some of your ideas. Uh, first, though, want to let you know that it's getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles. That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for all of us who share it, Ryan. Yeah, Luke. Uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Look at He was electric, caught off guard. The electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a f- whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense. So what should business owners do, Ryan? Well, let me tell you, Luke, and everyone to chat, Cody, pay attention. You might have a, a business sometime in the near future. You never know. Um, but what you should do, go to comed.com slash clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business, good for the planet, good for all of us. Go to comed.com slash clean. Now, I was just thinking about possible trades. Did you say comed.com slash clean? Are you sure you weren't thinking? Of I was the, daydreaming. The s'mores donut? I was daydreaming about that as well. Um, and well, dreaming about that as well. <laughs> so, yes, uh, Christopher Morrow. I did, in fact, say comed.com slash clean. Go now and see how going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Again, a reminder, 1230 our shows this week, 330 next week. Barb's going to come on this baby at about 230 today and be like, yeah, where is pissed. everybody? She's going to be pissed. And then she and she's definitely going to be Somebody like, call Barb. she'll be in the chat asking, is this live? <laughs> it won't, it be, won't live. be live. It nobody will respond. And then she'll say, why is nobody reading the chat? It won't even be the live chat. It'll be like the regular YouTube yeah. comments. Barb, if you're watching this, it was live at 1230. Well, I'm definitely yeah. checking the YouTube comments at like 6 p.m. tonight just to, just see. to see. Just to see. Yeah, I absolutely Sorry, Barb. Am. So blame uh, Cody. Blame Cody. Blame for me. I, I bigger <laughs> me to take the blame. I did see a live YouTube chat comment, I believe from Peter. Up earlier, talking about Lazardo. Yeah. Peter's uh, probably after exa- I made He the, says, exactly, Luke. Injuries. I keep seeing Cubs fans want Lazardo, but if you trade for him, you better keep that IL spot open for him. He's made of glass. So not specifically about Lazardo, but just a frontline pitcher, right? That's what we're talking about. So 
there's one of two ways the Cubs can still improve here before the season starts. One, they can sign some guys. Two, they can trade for some guys. So knowing that you have to, in a, in a real world, you have to give something up to get something back. That's the way trades work. And nobody wants to trade the best prospects. Nobody wants to trade the wrong prospect. Um, which top prospect? So we're talking about, I in my eyes. Top prospect. Top five. Top five prospects in the Cubs, something like that. It has to be a top ten guy. Yeah. Which prospect would you be willing to give up to get a starting pitcher or an impact bat back? Who, who realistically would you say, okay, if you want to use Lazardo as the example, fine. If you want to say Jose Ramirez and you're always talking about Ramirez, fine. Whoever the, that player might be, which prospect would you be willing to give up? And we're not including Morrell in this. We're only looking at prospects. We're not including Morrell. Okay. Uh, if you want to include Wicks as, as a prospect, I don't know that. He's definitely still a rookie. Okay, like if, you, if you want to call that, I, I'm more thinking like PCA would start the list because he's considered your top prospect. Mm-hmm. So m- my thing is I believe the list starts with PCA and goes down. Which guy would you be willing to give up? Now, if you told me Jose Ramirez, my answer would be name, name the guy. <laughs> sure. That Realistically, he'd be a good enough fit and player for the team that if I had to give up any of those top five prospects or one of those top five, other than Cade Horton, because I think you're talking about position players. Yeah. Uh, I think Owen Casey. I'd still give up Cade Horton if I I was to get Ramirez. I think Owen Casey would be the guy I would pick out of the top five, top six prospects. Interesting. And he has Um, value for sure. Yeah. I mean, a lot of potential on the offensive side. I think we've, we've seen him. This offseason is taking more work at first base and stuff like that, so maybe adding a little bit of def- uh, defensive versatility there. Um, I just think, you know, we're looking at PCA. He's your top prospect for a reason. It's tough to trade the guy like that unless the what you're getting back is worth it, right? Right. Um, and the same thing with Kate Horton, one of the best pitching prospects in baseball. A lot of belief in that guy. Um, I, him and Matt Shaw kind of falls in that same group, group for me as far as just the way he's – Rocketed up the system in two months to double. He finished the season in double A, right? Um, and Casey's then, the guy they say has the most power in the entire organization. He might. He, he really might. And I, but I also think that other teams look at that as mm-hmm. a very valuable yep. part of a tool set. And then, I mean, you talked about Alcantara earlier this year or earlier today. Like, mm-hmm. dude could be the best player to come from this entire group of prospects. You know, five potentially five tool kind of guy, right? Um, I don't know. Like Owen, Owen Casey. I, like I'm again. If I'm the Cubs, I'm not looking to trade. I'm not looking to trade any right. of those guys, right? Like if a team's coming over with offers for these guys, I'm absolutely listening. But I'm I don't know that I'm for sure going out and shopping those guys around. Um, but if it were to come down to one of those five, I think I think again, depending on what you're getting back on what the return is, like Owen Casey just may be the most likely. Casey or Alcantara. Yeah, that's what I would think it might be, Casey or Alcantara. But now Alcantara was, uh, remind me, he was the Rizzo deal? Yes. Yes. So you have to think of it that way, too. Like, I know you've invested in him, but realistically, would you trade Rizzo for 
Rizzo and not having to pay his contract for Lazardo or Ramirez. Well, yeah, I I yeah, would. Probably. I also think it's. I think I, for me, I guess personally, I think we're enough removed from that trade. A couple years removed from that yeah, trade, where I don't okay. I don't think about it in that You've way. You've invested in his d- development yeah. though, and you've seen him kind of start to progress closer yeah. and closer to the yeah. big league. So to me, he's got more value now than he did even when you traded for yeah. him. Yeah, and that, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think yeah. we're farther enough removed now where it doesn't feel like you're trading the guy you got for Rizzo anymore. Like, it would be – he, he, like, just overall, I'm not considering him the guy you got for Rizzo anymore. I consider him, like, one of your best prospects. Like, I, I, think, I think we're far enough removed that he's his own guy. He's developed for two years, and he's his own player and doesn't need to be attached to that trade anymore. I guess, like, my question related to this is – who do, you have, who do you believe in more? Do you believe in PCA or do you believe in Kevin Alcantara? Because Kevin Alcantara is going to play outfield. I mean, he's been playing center field. You might need to make that evaluation you know now. I mean? And if you're going to sign Bellinger, you can play Bellinger in center for another year. I personally feel like Kevin Alcantara has the higher ceiling, but I feel like PCA is going to be a stud too. And so for me, it's really hard to make that decision. And I'm, and I'm talking about, like, the, the dream of, like, a Jose Ramirez or yeah. whatever. You know, a, a, right. a megastar player right. out there that, yeah. that's on a team that either doesn't act or doesn't look like they're go, moving up anytime soon or a team that doesn't like paying guys but paid this guy and now they're, like, things have gone off, off, the, off the rails and they need to save money, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's it's a for me it's like if the Cubs were in this scenario make made this decision they would have to decide do they like Kevin Alcantara more or PCA more and I think one of those two is going to be or I think both of them are going to be really good baseball players but if they if PCA is the guy they believe is going to be in center field and is going to run out be out there for six seven years once he's ready then I feel like you're, it's, it's okay to move Alcantara if you can get a really good player. But, again, I, I personally feel Alcantara is, has the higher ceiling. Here's the thing with that. Alcantara still has two more option years. And when we're looking at Hap and Suzuki, both only have three more years left on their deals. Mm-hmm. The timing of potentially – like, PCA is going to be up this year, like, for sure. Like, we know that. Uh, whether it's opening day or a month in the season, whatever. Like, he's going to be up playing um, – this year unless something changes drastically like Alcantara doesn't necessarily have to be what did he end of last season in high a I think he was in double a was he in double a by the end of the year struggled at first right I can't remember I believe he struggled I believe Alcantara struggled at first but then seemed to figure it out anyway we need Brian Smith or something so he still got he still got developing to do sure Mm -hmm. and he may you know you could in a way use those two more option years to maybe get him some big league experience but also make sure you're you know getting him developed in the minor leagues mm-hmm. and I don't think that timeline and especially again considering happens Suzuki's contracts you could you could still have PCA in center field maybe you move you know I know they both have no trade deals but you know even, even those can be waived um, I think there's still a way to thread that needle enough where you're you don't like you're not worrying about where PCA and Kevin Alcantara will play I think the timing wise even if it's only for even if it's a year right like you may have to kind of play around with it mm-hmm. um but i think that Alcantara could still replace one of those guys if 
neither if one or the other isn't brought back after their contract seasons are over. So I think if you're looking at it as like they have to pick between PCA or Kavanaugh contract, I don't I just don't necessarily think that's true because of the fact that Alcantara still has yeah. multiple option years, which which allows the flexibility to kind of play around with that things. I think that's that's he, also important to consider in that. Unless the other team's saying, I want yeah, yeah. That, and PCA or Alcantara. Yeah, you pick. Sure. He's 20 years old, so like Brady makes a good point. You know, he's probably isn't ready probably till 2025, opening day 2026, right? I he played most of his games in high A last year. He played he five went, games he in double A. Five games in double A. For some reason, I felt like it was more, but whatever. Don't let the facts get in the way of a good story. 12 homers, 65 runs, score 66 RBIs, 15 stolen bases. His K rate was 23 percent in high high A, 7.6 walk rate. Way to runs created 124. Like, there's definitely a lot still to be unlocked there for him to really reach the ceiling that I think a lot of scouts and fans believe, right? PCA obviously more ready now. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I just – I think that when te- – like opposing teams, I think that when they look at the Cubs system and if they're trying to get the most value back, a guy with the highest ceiling, they're going to be looking at Kevin Alcantara in my opinion. So, I, obviously, I don't know. I'm not the front office people, but I just – that's to me like he's a guy that I'm willing to move if you're getting like a a, a player that can make an impact on your team immediately. Now it, we're talking about Jesus Lazardo, no, but if we're talking about a, a, a an all star, consistent all star caliber yeah. player, then yeah, I, I am. But Greg says, why not yeah. Canario? Well. Is, he I, might be, but I don't know if he's going to be a big enough prospect. He's not to pull in the type of player yeah. we're talking. Not I, by himself, for sure. Now, when you talk about a Jesus Lazardo trade, I mean, I've talked about it in Twitter Spaces. I've talked about it in the CHO Sports like uh, Cubs Discord channel uh, voice chat, like for the diehards. With the diehards, you yeah. can become one too. Like James Triantos and Alexander Canario, automatically they're part of any trade. I feel like. If we're, if we're actually talking trade for a, for a starting pitcher or someone out there, it doesn't. I, I just feel like those are automatic ones that you can put in there because, and Canario is mainly because you still don't know where Morel is going to play right now in this in this scenario. Mm-hmm. We're thinking Morel is still your DH, but Magic Wand Monday. I hope he's playing third base, and if so, then that opens up a spot for Canario or hell even Triantos one day, right? But at this point, I'm looking at it as. Morale is going to be your DH more often than not. So for me, that takes away at bats for Canario. Triantos, they're having the same situation with him as they are with Morel. Mm-hmm. Hasn't found a position yet. Definitely can hit. Was killed it at the Arizona Fall League, right? Entered the top 100 this year, like number 73. Like a lot to like there. there that, to me, starting with those two guys is go- and then going somewhere else after that, probably have to add a top 10 guy can land you to me a pretty good player that can pitch yeah i i just i feel like that is possible but it, it's interesting they, i think like we're looking at it and and we're i don't we definitely wouldn't have said this two years ago but they have the prospects to go out and make one of those moves oh yeah yeah it just depends on Again, what the return would be, you know, obviously a higher return is gonna, you're gonna have to get a, a better players, bigger package, whatever. Um, but they're in a position where, if a Jesus Lazardo really becomes available, right, or you know whoever it is, 
Like they have the prospect capital that they can go and get a deal like that done. So it'd be interesting to see and what would happen. And, you know, I know I know they've been in the Lazardo rumors at various points in the off season, but if it becomes a reality, just to see what. Um, you know what, what it would cost because I th- those kind of things I'm never good at really predicting right. or really it, looking ahead. It makes seeing. a lot of sense that the Cubs and Marlins have been connected in trade discussion just because the Marlins need offense and the Cubs need a pitcher and the Marlins have pitching they just they lack offense. The Cubs have some position players that are kind of I don't want to say blocked but like they're kind of blocked. I don't know if I buy the rumors over the weekend, but I hope they're talking to somebody. Listen, again, I hope I'm, never give, to I'm never giving credit to a Cardinals account, but if we're going to play the scenario that it's true, I'm open to talk about yeah, it. I heard but I'm not giving Goldsmith. any credit. I won't. I refuse to give that account any credit. <laughs> and Arenado. That, that's and we should put out a, a counter. <laughs> heard they're trading for Goldschmidt. They're talking deal. That, no, that's that's go for Goldschmidt. That's, we start that's, our that's, own. We should start our own rumors, right? Yeah, that's right. Wild Thought Wednesday. Is Wild Thought Wednesday. Arenado and Goldschmidt and to the Cubs. Chicago. Yeah, for Triantos <laughs> and some other guys and a washing machine. <laughs> yeah, more washing machines. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for checking out the CHGO Cubs podcast. Don't forget to sign up to be a diehard. Everybody's doing it. We gave you all the yeah. names at the top. Oh, Everybody's had, doing it. Hundreds well, you, of people. I don't know if you were here when we started the year. We had 110 in January. Our goal is to double it by the end of February. That's what we said we last Thursday. Yeah, Over 200. Double down. Double it. Want over two, 200. Two, uh, 220? You want 220? And before opening day, 300. Let's do it. BCH, I'm probably in the CHO Discord chat, like Cubs chat, tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon. All right, and we're back here. 12.30 is the live time, Barb, if you're watching this or listening to it on the podcast later. 12.30 this knows how to use podcast feed? 12.30. Huh? You think Barb knows how to use a podcast feed? It's possible. She knows how to get she log knows how to do a YouTube. lot of stuff, Barb. She knows how to make turkey meatballs. She knows a lot of stuff. She had, her, she had an appointment last Thursday she was telling us about. Something like that. Oh, I hope it went well. Yeah, I hope it, hope it went well. Oh, there she there is. Are. Hey, oh, Barb. We are. Barb's we're here. live. We are live, but we're about to not be. But we're about to be not live anymore. It's Cody's Thanks for fault, checking Barb. out the CHGO Cody's Cubs fault. podcast. 12.30 tomorrow. We're live, Barb. 12.30. We'll see you there. Until then, fly the W. <laughs> Y'all silly like the mayor. 